0: What's happening, RSL Nation? It's your boys, Adelina Baker, with another podcast of Scarf Life. Say it with a
1: little more enthusiasm. Scarf Life. ta-na-na. We're back. Baker, how you doing, baby? I'm good, man. I'm good. It's we're officially a week apart on podcast the way we used to be. Back we're back on our regular cycle. <laughs> Don't do that. We're back back <laughs> on our normal schedule, as they say. No, normal schedule. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, And there's like actually news Well there's uh, I was just gonna say It's off season Mm. And I feel like A good amount has happened Over the past seven
1: days I I think I will go Like from a From a a, As a fan Obviously You know The soccer season Is what it's about As a dude that For some reason Weekly Comes to your place And records a podcast Mm. The off season's kind of Like where it's at In my opinion like yeah. i like this stuff's just more exciting to talk about um you, you know usually like you know freaking uh, uh what's his name winger whenever uh, jefferson salverino oh. scores a 94th minute game winner against atlanta mm-hmm. that's obviously something worth talking about yeah. but like a regular week you know normal game yeah, like this is this stuff is fun to talk about, like this and time of year. To be fair, we had kind of an
0: eventful season, so maybe this doesn't apply for this year that just passed. Yeah, the regular season was a uh,
1: lot of activity,
0: eventful. All right, we got a loaded schedule for s- some reason today. We're going to talk about Bofo, our new signing on left back, our new signing in Everton, apparently. Right. And then <laughs> turns out, turns out. DLH has some money to spend. Uh-huh. Okay. Right. I, I, I guess he's all out of coin ideas. No dimes for sale at the moment. And maybe we'll touch up on a hashtag no plastic fields and why you keep getting in fights with people. Yeah, sorry about blowing up
1: all your notifications, RSL Nation.
0: All right, man, let's get right into it. We knew, basically knew, indirectly, last week that Bolfo Sato is all but gone. Yeah, if knew you had, had an was... internet
1: connection, you knew the dude was gone.
0: Yeah, but I know in the past... Remember with the Plata Saga, Plata do
1: Mexico?
0: Right. That was about to happen 19 times and never yeah, he's happened. he's gone, he's not gone,
1: he's gone, Exactly, he's not gone,
0: so it was never for sure until it's for sure, even though last week could talked about it as if it was for sure, I think. At least I I was talking well, about
1: it. So last time, in our defense, it was like literally like sign the paperwork time. Yeah, there and was that's Instagram when stories apart. already and right. all the of dude, that Right, the stuff. dude packed up his apartment. Yeah,
0: <laughs> like, yeah.
1: Like he was having going-away parties. like He thought he was gone.
0: I have a friend who lives back east who, over the past, I would say, six to seven years, had about six or seven going-away parties because he kept moving. <laughs> and moving back? No, he never moved. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> but, so it, it got to the point where it was a joke. It, it is a running joke now. Hey, God uh, bless him. Like, Gives hey, you a reason man. to get together. Hey, it's it's a, it's a going-away party. Anyway, so Bofo's officially gone. I think, actually, I beyond think, I know this for a fact because we have heard back some feedback on this. I have expressed my feelings on the Bofo-Susato situation adequately. I At, think... Ad nauseum. I think we are effing up letting him go. Future DP player, as is evident by the fact he's going to Pumas.
1: Last yeah, I checked, yeah. Pumas is pretty good down in Mexico. Yeah, they're... they're I think by their standard, uh, struggling a little. You know, you want to do a little research on where, you, where you're sending your children. <laughs> Literally. And uh, they're struggling a little more than usual. I I think still, you know, like a North American powerhouse. Yeah, household historically, name. too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm happy for Bofo. Let me preface everything that I say next with I'm happy for Bofo. Okay. Go ahead. I, I think if his so to be clear, if his chief concern was a lack of playing time, which I don't think it is. I think his chief concern was money. But I think uh if his chief concern was playing time, going to Pumas might not be the solution here, Chief. Mm. Um it, it, it's ultimately I think he had to do what you know, like he's still a young dude and yeah. I think I think the excitement of you know playing in Mexico City and 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 playing in Liga MX and you know uh like he got he got down to the airport and like he's coming off the plane and something like twenty reporters are like swarming him like, right like you know it's exciting and and I, I think at that age the adventure of it all is is appealing um you know he wrote a lovely uh, goodbye letter to RSL Nation it was very really lovely we, we've posted and and I think he. He follows I think, the page. I think that act alone helped save his legacy a little bit. Cause I think all of the social media stuff that I think he really was directing at the club and the negotiations with the club right. were kind of alienating some fans, I think, if we're going to be honest. Like you read through hey, Bofo's leaving on the page, it's not all rainbows and sunshines. Like right. there are people who are like, hey, don't let the don't, you know, the door hit you on the way out. Right. Um, but yeah, ultimately, uh lost them on a free, which uh it's never great. No, um, it isn't. But yeah, I mean, the dude had to do what's best for him and his wife, and you know, his his, his growing family, and uh, we will be. You know, I got a Liga, Liga MX team I can follow now, and don't we know that oh, that's a good upside? Because
0: <clears throat> I struggle I mean, to find a team we have down Tigres
1: there with uh, Lalo still. Yeah, except the dude can't get minutes to save his. Yeah,
0: life. I can't do <laughs> Fair. Fair. So th- there's an upside there. But let me ask you this question. This is something that, that we have talked about many times over the past few years. Mm. Front office. We knew Bolfo that was good last year. We knew he was very good this year. Sure. You look, I mean, I'm assuming someone's looking at a spreadsheet somewhere. They're like, when do people's uh, contracts expire? Right. Like, hey, his expires at the end of next year. Why, and he wasn't the star that he became. I, I think, I mean, sure. he was still good last year, I would mm-hmm. say. By last year, I mean 2018.
1: Right, right. Uh,
0: yeah. <clears throat> and I think 2019, he was showing beyond signs, but ability. Actually, I would say 2018, he showed more signs of just
1: yeah, ready you to take make, the next step. You could make the argument that he was better in 18 than 19.
0: Why not extend his contract? Why not offer? I mean, he was not in a position at that time to. I don't know why not do it. Why not extend it? You, you, worst case scenario, uh, I'm assuming maybe I'm giving my front op- my office uh, our front office too much credit, but I'm assuming that they are
1: aware of other teams looking at our players. Sure. So, but I mean, if you're worst his case agent scenario, you load them off somewhere. Sure, but if you're his agent, and you're worth a you know worth your weight. You also push those negotiations off you know you go hey we have we're guaranteed okay. money then, in 19 i'm not having this conversation until then the in this is over. In tho-
0: and then in those cases uh, uh,
1: which absolutely happens then in those and not cases even in the MLS, then
0: in those cases get something for him like would you rather get an extra year out of a ball for sacedo or would you rather get something in return i think we were
1: we keep so shipping h- people off for so free i think hindsight being what it is like you know with with the whole this year last year however the 2019 season um you know, I, I think if anyone was like, "Hey, Plata's not gonna be a regular starter," like Plata's not gonna, you know, Plata's gonna have two starts or whatever it was, like you'd be, you'd be shocked. In eighteen? In this year, the the
0: Plata was going downhill in eighteen already.
1: Like towards the end,
0: he was I, not. He was not playing. So, he was not playing nice with Mike.
1: Right, and then he benched him, but then he got really good and he came back. He he. That's he what happened recovered. this year too. <laughs> no, this year he was just out. This year Plata basically did like started he like played, two games.
0: Right, started, but he played a lot towards the Junk end of the minutes, season. Junk minute season. Yeah. Absolutely. Um and then he picked wasn't up. Wasn't his end. longest. He didn't his... pick up at the end of the season. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I but, still think his longest performance of the year was like thirty minutes or something. Uh, unless he started a game. He did start that a few. But he didn't start. He did
1: maybe. start a few. Yeah. Um I do think so and, and the reason I bring that up is because nobody envisioned, I think, the need for Bofo. You know? And 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 I think like I get what you're getting at. Like, hey, we got to, you know, we have an asset here. It's a valuable asset, or there's some value in it. Let's, let's cash out if we're going to just, just lose it. But I don't think, you know, you got to, you got to, like, uh, we are very hard on the office, myself included, the front office. Like, any chance I get, I will tear into these dudes right. because they get paid to, Run a club exactly. Like, like so you, you, you and
0: I. I might not have foreseen a need for no, such no, a man. But, but, but just isn't because there like just a full time
1: employee that does nothing, sure. But, that? but just because you want to have the conversation doesn't mean the agent does. And then it you does sell look, the asset off, right? But like, were you really, where, where were we going to sell Bofo last year? I don't know. I. I but I
0: bet you, if my full time job was to figure that out, I would know a place or two.
1: I get what you're saying, and they could have hoped to renegotiate with them. You got to remember that, like maybe they didn't want to get rid of them.
0: Yeah, I mean, don't um, ever hope.
1: But, yeah, ultimately, the dude's gone. Um, hope Best he comes of luck, back Bofo. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Th-
0: it would be good to have both of those, uh, actually, three, well, the two Both Right. Yeah, have them back someday. Man, that would be pretty awesome. I'm predicting a big future for Bofo. I don't know if Pumas is the place. Like you said, if, if, if he was struggling to get minutes at Real Salt Lake over a Corey Baird, I don't know who they have at Pumas, but I'm assuming their quality beyond. Yeah, I looked at the badge. There's
1: a few dudes there whose salaries are in the millions at that position. So. Yeah,
0: so I'm not sure if that's where he makes his name or not, but uh, I mean, it's a good play. Couple of years from now, and we'll talk about this later about MLS team signing a, a, a Mexican forward or from the Mexican league mm-hmm. forward. Couple of years from now, man, you're suddenly seen as a big signing for any MLS club because you saw some minutes down in Mexico.
1: Yeah, yeah it's it's a great it's a great way to rapidly bump up his value. Yeah,
0: rapidly. 100%. Couple of years, yes. Mm-hmm. Next uh, topic, real quick. Apparently, we have signed Everton again.
1: So I actually looked into this a little bit. Okay. His Italian team announced it, like, and then I think the Trib picked that up and announced it as well. So right. I don't think RSL ever formally announced like now until until like this last week
0: oh that's when rsl announced it
1: right so i think the rsl never
0: announced it way back like six months ago or something
1: right because like there was like literally the middle of the year and yeah you and i talking about the no-brainer that signing everton leads to a permanent deal was yeah the only head scratcher was why would the other team let him go (laughs) right um uh so i think i think if 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 my little sleuthing checked out, I think his Italian team and the trib announced it. RSL.com technically never did. And I don't until know. Until now. That, uh, yes, until just this last week. So Everton is, has been permanently acquired by the club. He's no longer on loan. Uh, I don't know if that's just like them sitting on great news until they needed it. I don't want to get into it. I don't think that's yeah, what happened. I, heard, I, I read a lot about that. Um, or. You know, MLS gonna MLS, and there was some mechanism somewhere, some, some quam, you know, qualified oh, allocation the... money, you know, some weird thing that no one's ever heard of. That, yeah, you, uh, you know, yeah. He, he still didn't belong to Carousel. He was right. part of the MLS. Yes. Uh, he was signed to uh, Flat Earth FC for a while. <laughs> that was funny, right? Um, Yeah, it was a slow news day. We had to post something. We posted a Flat Earth you FC. Th-
0: you should have seen my joke on that thread. No, oh, I didn't read the comments. Uh, my joke was, the ball is also flat, and to believe otherwise is to buy into a FIFA conspiracy. Hey, man, let's not get into FIFA conspiracies, because that's the new mob. Like, straight up. Oh, that's not new. They've been around for quite a while. It's wild. It's always been a mob. All right, so everything is officially signed. Mm-hmm. That's just... That's addition it. by re-addition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like <laughs> There was it, no doubt in my mind Everton wasn't coming back, but sure. now I'm like, oh, <laughs> it feels good that Everton is coming back. Right. So if they did some propaganda on us, it worked. It worked. Sure. I'm feeling pretty good.
1: Yeah, it, it's, I think, ultimately, um, I, I think what what an Everton is back means to me or what the conversation, what the very next question is: who's there next to him? Yeah. Uh, Roe is gone. Kyle Beckerman is. I don't know, probably fishing contract, somewhere apparently. in Montana or mm-hmm. something. Um, no, nah, man, it's uh, – it, it, I am very curious to see what news come out in the next – Hopefully you know, seven days. It seems ten. like
0: everything happens between these seven days. Nothing happens on the day that we do a podcast. It's always like right the day after. Right, like tomorrow shit. it's yeah. like,
1: boom, here is uh, –
0: so everything's back. Both was gone, and then we also well, and and you mentioned uh, Roe is gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm okay with that. Like he didn't play yeah, enough. So he didn't play enough for me to actually see what he can do. And when I th- I thought when he did play, mm-hmm. eh, like solid. I'm not sure what we were paying him. Hopefully not much. Yeah, it he was seems, like it was, we picked
1: him up on one of those like two like it's perfect opportunities.
0: He seems like one of those dudes that it would be pretty good to have on the bench. You know, bring him in yeah. once in a while. He obviously yeah. has skill. He has a lot of experience. I wouldn't go out of my way to sign him. Like, uh, yeah, he I, didn't do anything spectacular. I remember him having a pretty good game. Hell, was it Chicago or was it New England? Maybe he had like I think it was New England. He had like one good game last right. year that he was with us, and I think he started that game. Right. And he, he had a pretty good game.
1: Yeah, I think we were like it was like a, one of those stretches. where It was like a Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday yeah, or something. Yeah, exactly. So I think and he yeah, was he playing. Was... It was just
0: a weird lineup out there, but he had a yeah. really good game. Anyways, he's gone. That shouldn't affect us at all. I,
1: you, so I agree with everything you just said. We, from what I can, from the zeitgeist guys, that is our cell nation. You know, the the I've got my, I've got my finger on the pulse. It's we zeitgeist. are site guys. We are in the minority. On that on point, row on row, like there are dudes that are like, yeah, I really wish we could have hung on to him. Like sad to mm. see him go. Like I don't, I don't. Why? I don't know. I really, I'm. Tr- I was hoping you and I, this would be one of those things where we disagree. Uh, but at no point was I like, man, this guy's a standout. Like, I don't think he brought that much to the attack, um, or the defense, or defense. I think he was like fine.
0: Yeah, that's what that's what I was saying. Like, he's he, right. he a really good option to have on the bench mm-hmm. when you have that Sunday, Wednesday, Friday, or right. Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday week. He's one of those guys that starts in the back. And you're like, I mean, in in, in, In the middle. In the middle. You're like, okay. Right. Like, I'm not tearing out the hair I don't have over it.
1: Sure, sure. I'm also not celebrating, saying that's the right move.
0: But if it's Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, and I'm like. Solid depth. Yeah. Yep. But so it all, I think, comes down to what were we willing to pay him. As you say, it comes down to paying. And his other option was going back home.
1: Yeah, he's, you know, he's a he's a New England kid and yeah. he ended up getting, yeah, I think he'll do well under Bruce Arena and you know, wish him dude, nothing the dude but the best. He was a superstar at one point, yeah. Yeah, oh, he was uh, I th- so he was the man at New England years ago when New England was actually good.
0: Right. And actually even after that when they were not good. But I'm starting to wonder if that's why people are like, "Oh, I wish you." Maybe they remember that role.
1: Sure, but that's like saying, you know, put some cleats on Javi and he still got it, like we know that's not the case. Yeah. Anyway,
0: Anyways, Rose should we gone. talk about the new
1: new signing? And we
0: got a new signing. Uh, I think in
1: one of the positions we were asking for a signing, just on mm. the wrong side. Yeah. So we were talking like we've been talking about fullbacks a lot this last year, just in Specia- general. Yeah, both a- sides, but especially now, left. Especially left. Um, well, we went and got a right back. He's primarily a right back. Um, a little little, little known fellow by the name of Alvin Jones, a uh, Trinidad and Tobago international.
0: Uh, I thought it was Jamaican.
1: Nah, oh, TNT okay. man. And oh, the I was reason, thinking of Phillips. And the reason I know he's TNT is because you may recall a Trinidad and Tobago goal that kept the good old Stars and Stripes out of the U.S. qualifier. qualifier.
0: Yeah, I would say it's up there with one of the most embarrassing moments in
1: sports history for the United States. That's her boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dead serious. I'm. Mean, that was like, he was like the man of the match that game for Trinidad and Tobago. He got the assist and then he got the goal. Yeah, it's in his highlight reel. It was a beauty of a goal. I mean, he had he had Timmy Howard, all kinds of fooled. I haven't seen anything on him.
0: I've read a little
1: bit. Yeah. So I've watched some and video. He's coming
0: from, like, the second division. Was he a USL? Isn't he coming from the USL? Yeah,
1: he's uh, he's coming to us from... Uh, uh, Kansas City, I think. It's like... El- what is it? Hold on one second. I got it here. OKC Energy. That's yeah. what it is. OKC Energy. Where, uh, yeah, like, you know, it's, it's a solid... Um, I think he's a solid piece, good yeah. depth. Um He but right back, right back. So
0: you know, I, I think so when you watch him, you saw some highlights on him, obviously. Yeah. How's he compared to say,
1: Aaron Herrera? So I don't think I don't think he's taking Herrera's job. Okay. Um, the dude's big. He's he's like six one, six two or something. Like he's he's a big boy, and he's got hops. Uh, dangerous on set pieces. Can he play number nine? <laughs> He's, apparently, um, <laughs> he's got some goals in him. Um, dude, Dude's quick, and the dude's yeah. real quick. He he can get up and down that uh, right-hand side, no problem. So potentially
0: a good backup for Herrera.
1: Absolutely, if that's how we play him. My fear, because mm-hmm. technically right now, RSL has no left-backs. We, we have yet to sign uh, re-sign Toya. It's kind of what everyone's been but talking. about. We have about. a loaded USL bench,
0: so I'm sure we could. I mean, technically, it's yeah. There's a there's out. a
1: there's a lad by the name of Noah Powder that uh, no, am I am I getting that correct? I'm I i do not think I'm getting
0: that. It doesn't matter. Proceed. Yeah. There's
1: there's some there's some dudes we could bring up. Um, oh, you mean from the from the Monarch's guy. For sure. There's a guy specifically. I can't think of his name right now. Hold on. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, pretty sure it's no powder. Uh, anyway, there's um, there's some dudes where that we could that are serviceable, I think. But my biggest fear and what I could envision happening, no problem, because RSL gonna RSL, is that Herrera ends up getting slotted back at left back, and this uh, Alvin Jones character gets the starting nod at right back. It would just be the most RSL move. Well. If you remember,
0: or if you think back to last season, you and I spent the first six months of the season arguing about Herrera's quality on the left side. Not really yeah. six months, but half the season. So, a like good the three, first four three months. months until they yeah. got
1: their head on straight and they made him the right back.
0: And I was honestly, I was, I think Herrera is one of those quality players that can play both sides. Right. However, The level of quality of his performance on the left versus right side Mm -hmm. is pretty drastic. Oh, I would say top five versus below average. He plays drastically better on the right side. And in a league, the MLS is becoming a better and better league. Yeah. There's better quality on every team. We're at a point in this league, I mean, you have probably a couple of exceptions here and there, but we're at a point in this league where you cannot drop those kinds of qualities and expect positive results a 5 10% difference in quality and performance on one position versus the other is winning or losing the other team will expose you quickly right so i i partially share that same fear right i'm also positive that we cannot be the only ones who have figured out that our biggest weakness last year is our left back. Is our left back, yeah. other than maybe a proper number nine, which we'll see, you know, mm-hmm. now that the coach is solid or solidified that position,
1: right, along with the front office,
0: we'll see if if the Sam Johnson option is the right thing. We'll get into forwards in the second year because there was some talk about that as well. But I refuse to believe that we're the only two who have figured out that the left back needs to be addressed, right? So I'm assuming that. They're going after someone. I don't want to say big, big, but someone good. Right. Well, there was there.
1: the I think Swedish kid. Yeah, Swedish. The, you know that. Yeah. What
0: happened with that? We talked about that last no, week. Nothing like really
1: panned out. No new developments. I don't know if he signed it somewhere else. I should probably look that up at some point. Um, I for what for what it's worth, I think Toya is a serviceable left back. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, well, he's he's not under contract. He just currently isn't on the roster. Right. So I'm, if, if that news gets announced tomorrow, I'm going, okay, we've got our starting guy. I would be good with Toya. Uh, yeah, it, it would be okay. It'd be fine. Uh, for me, Herrera at left back is a non-option. Um, Agreed. It, it, it is, and not only because I think he becomes a bit of a defensive liability, I think if we're, go, if we're going to be honest. If he receives the ball on the wrong foot, he needs to transfer it to the correct foot to send the ball. That being said, can the dude get better in the offseason? Absolutely. I'm just speaking from what I saw. Uh, I just don't
0: see the reason. Why would you give up?
1: Right, but I think such a solid right right. back, and that's where the fall off is. The dude's a, you know, and this is the one thing I will agree with MLS writers on. He's a he's a top five right back in the MLS. Hundred percent.
0: I don't know enough right backs to know that or not. I know I know I'll really like him on the right position, and I think. I think he his ceiling is through the roof. And his decision making needs to get a little better. Free to Mexico, <laughs> that's what that really means. <laughs> that's, like, a high ceiling and start, start, you know, living up to the potential that you have, and then hey. on,
1: on a free to Mexico. <laughs> that, that's what the jingle should be. That's that's really it. It's like, at, hey, for what it's worth, it's good to see that the the you know the bidirectionalism. Players coming up here to other teams, young players going down there from us. It's, it's, it's a solid chain. No, it's, that's not how it goes. It's The RSL it's like chain of development. We're, we're
0: giving them up for free, uh-huh. and then send them back for millions
1: of dollars. Like no, to other clubs. Yeah, yeah, that's even worse. Nah, man, and then we get to face them everywhere. That's our strategies. We're just <laughs> gonna we're just gonna make everyone else spend their money. We will just we're gonna develop go friends bankrupt. all over the continent. Nah, no, man,
0: it's. It, I think I really am looking forward to a, an announcement. <clears throat> I don't need anyone anything big. I do think on the left side especially, it, it cannot be like some USL mm-mm, defender. Mm-mm. I, I would like, <clears throat> if nothing else, someone with a proven record in the MLS. I think we should spend a good amount of money, get that position <clears throat> get that position taken care of. We all know what's actually gonna happen. We'll go to like the Spanish second division or something. When was the last time he had a good left back? I mean, Phillips was Good. Really good or really <laughs> yeah. bad. Yeah. Like
1: he wasn't no consistency there. I mean, Chris Wingard, like in the at the the go around one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chris no Chris Winger was incredible
0: right. well, you know, during uh, the, the height of his capabilities. Even go round two, he was decent. And he right. wasn't he was slow. I think he would get eaten alive in today's MLS. Oh yeah,
1: but he got eaten alive. Round two, yeah, yeah. Like at the end, it was painful to watch. Yeah,
0: but he was also a little older, sure, one hundred percent, more mature side at that uh, point.
1: And just to be clear, it is it, it was Noah Powder who currently plays for our uh, yep. USL side. Um, and I I didn't know him by name, but I've watched of you know especially near the end there, I've watched enough Monarchs games to. In a pinch, I think he could do it. I don't think he's I MLS. Hope that's I don't not, think he's MLS ready.
0: I think we need to bring these guys from the Monarchs up slower, like someone like him. Would be incredible as a backup to whoever is the primary starter. Right. Put him into other positions. Let him train with the team. Uh, start that Wednesday on a Saturday. Wednesday Saturday. Right. That's how you bring him up. Then the next year, give him more playing time. And the third year, on the free to Mexico.
1: There <laughs> it is. I'm. I'm glad you're enjoying yourself so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's just comical. Um, so, so speaking How do of the monarchs, we keep making the
0: same mistake again and again and again? I don't again? think we're
1: making the same. I think it just—it's it, a matter of circumstance. I speaking of the monarchs, the circumstances they keep repeating. Recently, <laughs> re-signed a, a lad you might recognize the name Taylor Pay. Yeah. Uh, local boy, right? Yeah. Like Salt Lake, I was say, like, through why? and through. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he had a stint with the Monarchs, had a few games with Real, and then kind of went back to the Monarchs, and then went. Elsewhere. Um I'm trying to Louisville. Came to us from Louisville. Okay. So solid dude. hmm Guy's twenty-eight years old. Twenty-eight? Twenty-eight. Okay. On the monarchs. Like okay. I so C B. Weren't they the youngest team in the <sighs> US or something? Yeah. Like but that last was, year. He wasn't on the team last year. Or this oh, year. Yeah, right. Me. I mean last year. So right. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, like love the story love, like you know and 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 I get that you want to have a few veteran dudes to make the monarchs like mm-hmm. you want you want to have them compete like rolling out yeah, want to have a good USL team they get crushed every week as I mean, no you want to you wanna
0: attract uh uh talent sure. from elsewhere and a successful team attracts better talent right
1: i i guess what I, what the talking point i really want to make is that i don't think a 28 year old defender is I think if it was I know like, where you're going, please think, finish so I, I can it was like, so I can school you. I think if it was like defensive midfield or something, I, I would because that's like a position that's kind of in flux, and we could we could try out some dudes. We're pretty much like I've got this. I've got the two guys I'm starting, and I've got my depth option. Right? Okay. Like this dude's not gonna take Glad's job. He's not gonna take M. Silva's job. Are we talking
0: about the Monarchs?
1: Talk about the monarch guy. Yeah. So, but to me, like that's it's a roster spot that I think. You bring in somebody a little younger, a little greener, and you let them learn because at some point M. Silva and Nedham are no longer going to be serviceable. Mm-hmm. that That's my concern there. No, let me ask you, which
0: one of the two, M. Silva or Nedham, came from the Monarchs? Neither. Okay. You keep making the same mistake as I think a lot of RSL fans keep mm-hmm. making, and I kept making,
1: and so then I edumacated idea. myself. Go ahead. Go for it.
0: The Monarchs are not RSL Jr., not just RSL Jr. Sure. Now, sometimes it's difficult to remember that because they do serve like RSL
1: Jr. very, very often. I mean, that's also what the people running the club tell us. It's a feeder system. Yeah. I, if, fe- I, if I get told one more time that we're trying to be Ajax, I'm going to punch somebody in the head.
0: Ajax? Ajax hasn't been relevant since the 80s. I mean, they're in Champions League every year, so pump the brakes, Chief. Well, that's, like I said, relevant. Champions League is not relevant. Well, okay, but that's a recent resurgence, and all you have to do to get into the Champions League is do, is do well in the Dutch
1: League. Right, right. so if so you're so an Ajax fan, you're not complaining. <clears throat> there's that, yeah. Okay, so you're wrong. So, Keep going.
0: I mean, if you talk, you're talking You know what Ix, talking
1: they're, they're talking about their ability to just
0: pump out talent. Right, so Ajax is famous for their academies. Right. That's what that, they're always been famous for. I think that's what people are referencing. And they have academies all over the world. Pumping right, So they're just, just talent. pumping talent, yes. Right. But for the longest time, they were not retaining any of it. And as a result, for a good 15, 20 years, they're completely irrelevant. They're like mid-Dutch. I mean, they might be good right now, I understand. Yes, they've been in Champions League of late.
1: I'm going to Google this because you're talking nonsense. So what I'm
0: trying to say here, longer, long story longer and more accurate, is that we, we have to look at the Monarchs, sure, as a feeder system into RSL, but so are the academies. So is the high school, right? right? But at the end of the day, the monarchs are still their own entity. Sure, They need to independently be successful. And if they are successful, they are attracting better talent from across the world, really. So that's what we have to look at. It is not strictly an RSL 2. It just right. isn't. It is in some cases, but this is where the, their own entity is very important. So I have no problem with them making that kind of signing. Now, having said that, if that whole roster is filled with 30-somethings, I will kind of say, all right, that makes no, no sense at all, unless you're thinking really far down the road, and you're like, all of my high school academy is going to eventually become the Monarchs team, and all of these dudes are going to retire in time <laughs> for them to take their spots. Okay. But other than that, I don't have a problem with them having some experience on the, on the team. I mean, look, if you want to look at it that way, look at it this way. Luke Mulholland took up a spot on the Monarchs last year. Right. And I w- I w- I'm not even arguing for the roster spot because we were pay- probably already paying him and he wasn't going to come back to the RSL last year anyways. Yeah, sure.
1: Back injury is going to back injury.
0: Yeah. But, uh, you know, there were some valuable minutes for some youngster that could have played in the finals. Now, let me ask you a question. Would you rather win the USL championship?
1: Yeah, it was a nice, it was or, nice to have. Or have a no, kid absolutely.
0: get an extra 90 minutes. But that's an emotional yeah. answer.
1: That's me being. That's me recognizing an emotional answer. And just to be clear, uh, Luke. No, Mulholland, it's, a, it's a
0: simple trade-off. Would you rather have a kid? It's not a of, simple trade-off. Would you rather have an eighteen-year-old kid experience ninety minutes in a championship game, which could pay off dividends years down the road, right? Or have Luke Mulholland play? No, that because
1: final? I I know it worked out for us. I know we won. Hindsight twenty-twenty. You know, like it, it's. I get what you're trying to get at. Also, you're super wrong about IX. Like they won the Netherlands championship. Like. Anyway, it doesn't matter.
0: A lot of times.
1: Yeah, throughout the 80s and 90s. Yeah. On and off every other year. But then
0: look at that. Like There's a
1: big gap. When? You tell me when to look for this gap.
0: I don't know, like early 2000s through like the five years ago. The longest
1: gap I can see is 90 to 94. And then it goes 94, 95, 96, 98, uh, 2002, 2004. All right, between 2004 and 2011 is actually the longest gap. Oh. Dude, I will take a... Seven year gap, but they're Ajax, man. That's <laughs> like that's, that's like
0: Bayern. You being, may you said that, that's 15 years, they oh, are okay, close is enough.
1: While close I, enough, I would right now, if right now you said, Hey, Bakir, so we're at 10, if you said five more years and then MLS is guaranteed a championship, I, I would say, tell. I would take that in a heartbeat. You make it six, we won this thing four years ago, but we're not Ajax. I, but I, well, we were being compared to Ajax. Let me
0: ask you this question mm. what we're compared, oh, come on. Okay, that's an academy comparison. First of all, right, <clears throat> and that's mostly like a put through comparison, not actual quality comparison. But they were idle for what seven years without a championship. Imagine six. if Bayern Munich went without a championship for six or seven years. They are basically the Bayern Munich,
1: sure, yeah, of the-, the
0: Netherlands. Yes. So there's that. I get All right. Why are we anyway, talking about Ajax? Because of the academy and oh, yes, how right. our
1: sales academy is being compared to their academy and their just ability to produce talent.
0: All right. Moving on. Moving on. Otherwise, we'll never finish these things. And I think people like us to keep it under an hour.
1: Dude, we're only at 32 minutes. Yeah. Slow down. Yeah. No, but no, I no know for a
0: fact we're going to go off on some tangents at some point. No, man. We almost got into Ajax tangent. Because in my head, in my head, I'm processing like I read they have a uh, academy in South America. They have one in South Africa.
1: Oh, wait. Was that in Asia? Oh, probably everywhere. And I didn't go there. And that's, I guess I just That's don't. why people are tuning in. That's why we got <laughs> listeners. It's because people know, hey, there are bits of information that these guys have accumulated over a long, long, useless soccer watch. period I'm of time. I'm not proud of it, but hey, I've got it. I've got mics and an internet connection. All right, lead us into the next thing. Well, it's kind of a weird While little. While I'm re It's a rough tangent. I don't know how to do it. But Big Papa Deloy, DLH. Big money, dimes on dimes, as I like to call him. <laughs> um, he recently had a comment. It, it wasn't recent. It was as he was introducing our new front office and coach everything about having three million dollars to spend. All you know, like we we have three million dollars off the books, and he was really proud of it. And you know, he was he he said that number a few times, and I think it alludes to the salaries of Ortuno and uh, that just right. came off the books, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, he's saying we've got this money to spend and. Don't get me wrong. Three million dollars is a ton of money. That I will gladly, I would gladly take. Three million dollars in like soccer, and three million dollars is a lot of money to RSL. But in yes. like,
0: that's what you have to compare it
1: mm-hmm. to. Right. That that's the comparison. But in the, not even the soccer world. I think in the MLS world, I think three million dollars isn't what Deloitte thinks it is.
0: So to catch uh, to catch me up here, because you went off on a little like mini tangent within a mini tangent there and then you're getting ahead of yourself because you're not explaining to people what in the world you're setting the story up for talking about the SKC dude which before we've before we to. get to that Okay, I know you're going there right but let's just let let the bag out of the head. SKC signing some guy from Mexico for like 10 million dollars just guy, to transfer it's like,
1: it's like the leader it's like the goal scoring leader for Liga MX last year right he's um, some guy okay he's technically a guy <laughs> Who's really good at footy if we want to be super casual yes. about it. Yes, and
0: SKC is going to be dangerous next year because of this one guy. Right, just the transfer fee. He had, but, a, he had
1: like another year and a half left at Chivas Guadalajara, right. $9.5 Oh, see the, like, how they did it
0: number. down there? They're like, mm-hmm. hey, this guy's contract is coming up. He might not re-sign. We should get something in return.
1: Yeah, they got $10 million. Yeah.
0: But Big Papa Deloy, mm-hmm. we, we need an official name for him. Big Coin Deloy.
1: I, I like Dimes McGee. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Coiny, Chingy No big, big don't, pa- <laughs> don't use that one <laughs> Big Papa Deloitte said We had, we now have three million dollars That have come off our books Right Which we're probably looking to reinvest somewhere That doesn't mean that we're going to spend only three mm-hmm. That also doesn't mean we're going to spend all three Sure Right But we did I didn't know it was that high Or that bad But it makes sense the URA, I always keep forgetting how bad the Eura deal was also, the Rortunio. The Rortunio deal was probably worse. At least we got something out
1: of real. Yeah, Europe would, like, at least, like, be on the field. Yeah, like, yeah.
0: He, he didn't, like, in our faces, Instagram from, you know, Mallorca. Or whatever the hell he was. So, what he was wild, saying. Dude. So, was, how did that whole thing even happen?
1: Yeah. I, to it this was, day, it was, the fact that you and I have been to more RS. Like, like. We've in the in the span that he was employed, we saw more of the field than he did. Oh, easily, like literally, easily. And And I think
0: that one time we went for fireworks, so that means we probably spent more time on the pitch than he did as well.
1: It was it was he had a shot on frame. That's, that's literally it. It was, a, yep. it was like a $3 million shot on frame.
0: And I think I remember him looking pretty decent in preseason. Oh, yeah, no. Like I remember that being was Sam ex- Johnson. No, I that remember being Johnson.
1: really excited about Artunia.
0: I'm, uh, you and I were watching some videos from his first practice. That's what it was. And he was just putting him away, man. Just headers left and right. We're like,
1: yeah,
0: MLS Cup this year. Who's going to touch us? Nobody.
1: Unleash, unleash this guy.
0: So anyways, um, he looked bad. That came off our books, both of those things. Yeah. And then Big Papa DeLoy said, okay, it's going to be Big Papa DeLoy. That that's what's yeah. going to have to be. So Big Papa DeLoy said, we're looking and he specifically said hmm? that the we, we are looking to find some of those expensive, what do you call them, front field or offensive players or goal yeah, scorers. Yeah, he definitely didn't
1: use the right word but he i think he's <laughs> alluding to wingers and strikers but but
0: no but to his credit i cannot remember the exact word but it, it sounded better. very soccery it was very soccery he's got us
1: he's got to stop man <laughs> it, was,
0: it was it was the best one yet and i'm just i'm so i'm first of all i'm happy to hear a couple of things one is that yeah he's you know he's looking to invest the money for sure two he's very transparent with the information This is the thing I always misunderstand about RSL fans. They're like, oh, cheap as Deloitte. Oh, dude. And we had this discussion last week as well. We spent $50 million on that academy. Mm -hmm. That could have been like, that's 50 Ortunios if you really wanted to do it that way. But very transparent. And I'm actually kind of excited because he obviously, we all know he's a micromanager, right? He's working behind the scenes. He knows he's directing. For better or worse, uh, I think we both agree for worse. Right. And we've we've discussed
1: this Uh, at length. At
0: length many Mm -hmm. times. Yep. I'm just excited that we're talking about very specific sums of money, and sure. you know I'm not. There are some proposals I have. I think Sam Johnson should just get the freaking start, but I think Sam Johnson is not gonna get the start. That that's one of the downsides, sure. right? That that's about. I think bo- that's one of the – I think the side is Bofo. One of the reasons Bofo left. Right. Uh, right. When we signed uh Freddie, it's like okay, I know I'm not playing under this guy. All right. There's there's others. I'll give sure. you yes. Uh, Sam John. If you're Sam Johnson, I mean, what was the chances you're gonna be starting? And you want to be starting. Right. I mean, those those uh, we have talked about this a lot too, especially with the Euro situation. Those number nines, man, they need some TLC. Those egos need TLC. Whether you like it or not, a good manager mm-hmm. will massage those egos.
1: Sure. I mean, it's also like your value is directly tied to your like like there are KPIs, there are goals you measure at that position and if all of a sudden you're not getting minutes yeah. your value is decreasing
0: absolutely quickly you know? too right yeah so i haven't heard anything about any potential potential new strikers
1: no um i mean if there's us losing <laughs> strikers um i worry that rsl ultimately it's i think it's been so long since saborea who i consider our, like last like great you know starting mm-hmm. 11 Week in, week out, preferred striker. Maybe even only. Well, I mean, I think Yura initially was kind of there. But, like, Saab was, like, the last, like, zero hiccups, just go out and do your job. Um, and there were a lot of hiccups with him. Remember when he got drunk and missed the flight? Missed the flight, yeah. <laughs> I was, like, I was on Twitter and somebody was, like, talking about, I, I wish I'd retweeted it, but, like, about how he left. It was real, like, you know, there wasn't a parade, there wasn't a meet and greet. It was just like, hey, I'm done. You know, he just kind of left, went and played. Costa Rica or something? Yeah, it was just like, it was like, they compared it to like just like a one night stand. Like he was just like done all of a sudden, he just like left. And, you know, there wasn't (laughs) like a big Twitter thing. Like, I don't know, man.
0: Because we were not on on, on the podcast. We would have made a bigger deal out of it.
1: Oh, yeah. I look, I mean, I think nostalgia being what it is, I look back on Sabo more favorably than I think he even deserves. Um, and I think he deserves quite a bit. But he like, got it,
0: so much crap while he was here. It's because he wouldn't defend. Well, it's uh, what number yeah, nine does. Right. Sam and,
1: Johnson, then he's dead mm-hmm. by the 50th. Sure. And then, uh, yeah, like ultimately just... And then we don't like him either. <laughs> right. The way we played at the time, it didn't require... A- anyway, it's... Yeah. It's, yeah, he, I remember him getting a ton of hate. But yeah, so Sabo, last, like, good striker. That's, that's a... It's been a minute, right? I ultimately think we have... For better or worse, hacked it, like we've not like hacked it, like we can, we you can't hack it, but like literally like yeah, yeah, like figured out a way to just get it done without a traditional striker. That mm-hmm. at this point we almost prefer it. Oh well, no, I really i i don't we, think we know we, how to play with a nine. Sorry, that. but
0: we have reached the
1: maximum output for that hack. Sure, but last year. But does that mean all of a sudden Freddie knows how to coach a nine? I don't think so.
0: Well, I honestly don't know what Freddie knows or doesn't know. Eighty eighth um, minute subs. There's that. He he doesn't. He he apparently doesn't know how to put together a starting lineup. And then it's mystery from there. Uh, no, we we're gonna give Freddie a good shot, uh, at decent opportunity to prove himself for, as, for the whole season. Because I agree with you that last last or oh, this year's team, even towards the end, that was Mike Petke's team through and through the Oh, whole yeah. way. Uh, but I think we have maxed out how far we can go with the hack. It's sufficient. I would agree. It will get us into the playoffs probably most years. Mm-hmm. It, it does require having like a demir Crylock on the team, right? A, a versatile player that can right. play just about any position on the field. I still am strongly convinced that if you ever need like a super emergency goalkeeper, put demir in there. Yeah, he's the guy. He's the guy. Yep. So it does require that kind of a player, which is not cheap.
1: And moments of just individual brilliance. Yes, yes.
0: So having said that, I think in order for us to take that next step, especially in this ever, ever improving league, because mm-hmm. now you have Champions League going on, or the, the CONCACAF Champions League, right. which is awesome for the league, but you know it's even more awesome for those teams because they're getting money. Right, yeah, now they, they can spend them. the money, and they, they now they get exposure and all these different things, man. So every year we're missing out on those types of opportunities right. are years that we're not just falling behind that year, but we're actually ex- exponentially falling behind sure. the longer it goes. And we're we're out of that cycle. Right. You know, we, we want that unfair advantage. Sure. And I think we have to have a specialist. a specialist. We need specialists at just about every position. We and number nine, just like a goalie, your number nine is a specialist at
1: that right. position. It's a very specific set of skills.
0: Now I do not know, will I ever understand what happened with Yura. I do think that if any other coach was leading RSL at that time, other than Mike Petke, Yura would still be here. Any other coach. I don't know about that. I absolutely, strongly, and completely believe that. I even think, even if Freddie was around, Hmm. Yura would still be here. The only person in the MLS, as much as we love him for all his other things, they could not handle Yura was probably Mike Petke, sure. and it was just an ego versus ego thing. Yeah. Remember, Yura, even though he missed half the season, was a second go- top goal scorer, and I think bypassed on the last game sure. <laughs> of the sure. year. I, I think that year.
1: So, so, so there's a there's a fan or there's a follower of the page that is pretty pro Yura, and and you know he he brought that argument up a bit. And I've disagreed with him numerous times, and this is the only reason I know this. I think Yura was one of those players when he did well, mm-hmm. the rest of the team did poorly. So, so oh, I, I disagree I, with I, that So completely. I think I think he would do well. He would get a goal, but we'd lose like three one. No. I'm telling but you. But that's not because he did well. No, no, no. That yeah, it's not because of him. It's not like oh, he's doing well, we're gonna sab- but not I'm not so. That's what I'm trying to say. I think we played better as a collective unit without Yura. Our, that our makes results, no sense. But our, you're saying our points per game. Okay, maybe our maybe. points per game okay. without Yura were bigger or better than our points per game with him. But that has
0: nothing to do with Yura. Well, That's no. But like, if you if you
1: notice a trend, you and it's like, hey, we're doing better without this guy. You,
0: okay, I'm sure you can also do data like every time Jimmy sits in section sixteen, row H. Seat seven mm-hmm. we win sure right it's, it's, it's the, like that it's thing the length of a season it's right but it doesn't like uh, there, there are trends everywhere anyways why are we talking about yura 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 is the past but yura is i think our last specialist as you said i think we have a specialist up there right now sam johnson is a freaking specialist right sam johnson is the number nine we need we have him already on mm-hmm. the books no work necessary. Play him. Play him. Just play the guy. He works. He has. He's got great work ethic. He's got a, the best work ethic for number nine we've ever had. Almost too much. Well, that was actually I was just going to gonna say because yeah. that's that other thing, right? Sabo didn't run worth a damn. That's what everyone complained to him about. But in the 88th minute, he puts you he puts one. it away because yeah. he has his energy up front. Right. Uh, Ura didn't really run much in the back, and Never. Ura did require quite a few chances to put something away. Right, right. But yeah, he was passionate. That. He was doing the whole nine yeah. yards. Right, get the fans fired up. I think Sam Johnson is a good finisher. I don't think I don't think he's on the level of Saburillo in mm. finishing quality. I think he's a drastically better work ethic guy than any number nine we've ever had. I'd agree with that. He's quicker than yeah. any of the number nines we have right. ever had before. Like I said, his only downside is like he works too hard on the defensive side and runs out of breath up front. And this seems to be like a little yeah, je ne sais quoi, man. This, he doesn't seem to be getting along with the team too much. There uh, is as, a, as
1: Mike Petke said, it could pl- be a cultural thing. I was just about to bring this up. Yeah. I don't know how many more times I can see him running into space and the ball being passed back or being passed laterally yeah. and not into that space, like, yeah. and and I think that's what what I was trying to allude to with a team that doesn't know how to play, like, it, it you know like, brand new coach it, brand right.
0: new season well new coach, brand new season right be some turnover on the roster, no time like the present to introduce a new way to play, for sure I, and you I get have, that and you have guys on the flanks and guys in the middle that know how to play the
1: ball. So I think Ruschnik, a lot of awesome qualities. Mm -hmm. But that, like, final pass that kind of splits apart two lines of defense, I don't think that's a thing he's comfortable doing.
0: I still think Kyle Beckerman is the best at that, other than maybe—
1: Like currently on the roster? Yeah, currently on the roster. I mean, you know, there's no hobby or anything. Yeah, and and Um, I think that's ultimately the kind of attacking midfielder we need.
0: Yeah, I a, really a don't. Little, I a don't little th- more creativity. I don't
1: I, think attacking midfielder is going to be a position we have to fill next year. No, I don't, I don't think it's something we have to fill, but I think to play Sam the way you are suggesting we play him, ultimately that's his asset, right? Is, the that, ability is it, that is the to, only thing to, he can do. The thing he does better than anyone else that we've ever seen on RSL is the ability to run very, very, very quickly in short bursts into space and lose his defenders, right? Yes. And all of a sudden and, he's and, one-on-one.
0: And frequently put the ball... On
1: target, right with power, with power, and and you go back and you look at his goals last year. None of them are like clean strikes from thirty yards out. It's always nice. something chippy where he's yeah. like, "Oh, I've got the ball in a great space." The number nine, it's out, and I've beat my defender, and I'm like, you know, getting it. Like that's yeah. the, that's the type of striker he is, and that's the that's that's the number nine. That's the kind of striker yeah. we need, right? But in order for us to like optimize on that and do that consistently and do that well, I think we need that we need that final pass that, like, a Danny brought, where, like, you're sending a yeah. long ball, like, through literally two lines of defense. It's all of a sudden in space, and you've got this dude putting everybody else on the field on his dust. I think
0: Albert can do that.
1: I have yet to see it.
0: I, because I think he's too goal-focused often. I think he can do that. I think also Demir can do that. Let me run a lineup I past think Demir you. can do it better than,
1: than uh, let, let, Albert.
0: Let, let me run a po- lineup past you, okay. just the offensive side. All right. Left wing Corey Baird. Right wing, Savarino. Okay. Um. Son, um <laughs> I said Sonny. Um, Sam. Sa- Sam Johnson at nine. Okay. Number 10, offensive mm-hmm. midfielder, Albert. Yep. Your two defensive midfielders are Everton, mm-hmm. and Demir.
1: Yeah, I don't think that's a whole... I-, I think we will probably see that.
0: I think that's our strongest possible offensive lineup with what we have on the roster
1: right now. And I then, don't and then love Demir as a defensive midfielder, honestly. I, I think what he brings to the attack is is good, and I, I think defensively he can sometimes be a liability, if I'm going to be totally honest. Who? Demir. Really? Yeah. Him and him yeah, and Kyle Beckerman, mind. a defensive midfielder. Him work. and
0: Kyle Beckerman as a right. pairing is not a good pairing. Sure. We learned that many times but last then, year. But,
1: but then I think we're asking – we can be in a situation where we might be asking too much of Everton. 'Cause at that point it's really just two attacking midfielders and one defensive midfield. I think Demir
0: can very easily play the defensive midfield role.
1: I think he can. I don't think it's as b- I think you It's not it, as bad. It, well, I mean, what's to it? me to me it's a it's a Herrera at left back conversation. It's doable, no but you lose no.
0: so much more. No, 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 no. no.
1: I, I actually like right, well, everything uh, you're saying. I think we find uh, Everton a proper defensive partner and do what we were doing a lot last year, which is make Demir the attacking midfielder. Take out Corey Baird entirely, yeah, that was my, and you that was put my Albert other... Rutschnek on the left. Yeah, that's what I would, and I think Albert Ruschneck on the left is something that. It's not a bad idea. I think he's more comfortable. Yeah, and I, and he's then, not a hobby guy.
0: And then you can do so many formation changes and strategy changes and tactical changes
1: without making any subs. Right. That's the other assuming part. assuming Plata comes back. Corey Baird is still on the bench, where you can just make a field long. It, it, yeah, you've got, yeah. You've got options there. I mean,
0: look, if you have a Corey Baird and a and a Plata on the bench, it uh, depends on the depends what Plata. Do you have first half of the season Plata or second half of the season Plata? You might also just not have here? Plata. There's that. Should we get into Anyways. that a little bit? Sure, but let's get into. Do we need to? So yeah. Kansas City just signed mm-hmm. the Golden Boot winner from Mexico. Yeah, he was tied for the it. transfer the sum was close to ten million dollars. So just it's not transfer a official, transfer but yeah, it's, sum. It's Nine point five
1: as well. It, it is. It is by far the largest team transfer fee they have ever paid. And uh, you know
0: what? We all hate them, obviously, for many right. reasons. But at the end of the day. These dudes sucked last year, they right? Did. And I don't think they're used to it. And they're like, you know what? Got to put some money up. Having said that, mm-hmm. they don't have resources beyond ours.
1: And I think that's ultimately why I'm bringing them up. as, the, as the, I think that's why this I example think resonates so much.
0: that is a so stupid move.
1: I, on their part, I, I think it's a little panicky. I think it's like, hey, we didn't make the playoffs. We're, we yep. weren't good. We were like a garbage team for most of the year. I think it's a little panicky. Uh, they also just yeah. needed goal scoring threats. Like yeah, no, I get that. Score. But uh, there's mm-hmm.
0: there's a you know a wide range of players somewhere between like Sh- sure. less than nine point five million and nothing.
1: Right. This dude strikes me as a as a Vermes guy, like like a uh, you know hardworking, physical, like you know he'll he'll. He but if his he... transfer
0: sum is almost ten million dollars, mm-hmm. his salary will probably be. Four five million, I will sure. easily yeah. be the it's, highest.
1: It's, it is a four year deal, so I okay. imagine they're paying, they'll you know, they've, yeah, they've built it out that and way. He, and he's
0: like, Hell yeah, why not? I've, right? But, yeah, how's that gonna? I mean, unless it's different being like a Toronto FC when they were good, well, actually, they were still good, but like you know, when they brought in like three, six million dollar players, mm-hmm. uh, LA Galaxy when they have multiple, multi million dollar players, multiple DPs, yeah, <laughs> um. And then Kansas City, like we got him. Uh-huh. How, how is he gonna like the kind of press? I, I just don't. If DLH went off and did something like that, I would be like, ugh. I, I, I would so, rather spread that money
1: across like five players and get five mm-hmm. high quality players. Sure, than and, and, that and, one I, and I think guy. I think we're too fixating too much on the actual guy. I think what it represents... No, we haven't talked about the guy at all. I think no, what no, no, it represents no. is what I'm fixated. Fixt- right. fixed the, the one move. I, I'm just looking strictly at the resource. How you okay. choose to spend the resources is none of my concern. Yep. But I think SKC, as, as much as I hate everything about them, very much represent... They are the other side of the coin. If RSL is heads, they are tails. They are our foil. They we are we are more similar than I think people want to admit, both us and them. I'm, I'm just gonna go ahead and throw this out here and you know We like, we are I can't think of maybe the LA's are similar
0: to each other. Right. But Seattle and Portland are similar sure. to each other. As and Casey
1: whether we like it or not. Well we don't like it, we know that. Right. Extremely similar to each right. other. Right. Yes. There there are two teams who are fundamentally built the same way. Um. Yeah, and I and I think the ability, like you know, like hey, oh, who wants to come play in Sandy? Like we're never gonna attract done Hey, who wants to go? You know, live in Kansas City? Like yeah. they have the same, like literally the same problems. And I think the ability to do something should be like it. It should be a flag. It should be a signal to our front office, like hey, some of those preconceived notions that you may or may not have about what your job is, you need to check at the door. I, I think it is a symbolic gesture for some of those quote unquote small MLS teams. So let me
0: clarify a couple of things. I have never bought into the no one wants to play in Utah bullshit. For throw enough money at them, anyone will play. Do play on Mars? <laughs> yeah. Exa- I mean, look at all these players going to China and Saudi Arabia right. and like Dubai. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Why wouldn't you go? India. But, India, yeah, it wasn't yeah. Ronaldinho and in who went to India? Robbie Keane Robbie Keane went to India a I, think he, I think he literally still might be there <laughs> well, Why not? They're probably, you know, tra- treating him like a king uh, Which is not a nice thing to say about a Brit in India But hey, we won't get into a history lesson here So, I never understood the whole Salt Lake thing Like, people don't want to play in Utah No, I disagree, man I think it, it's its own thing, it's different It's not L.A. It is not San Diego. They don't even have a team, right? It's not Miami. Thank God. Like, I would rather live in Salt Lake than ninety nine 90% of the other cities that, that these clubs are in around the country. It's a matter of selling the package, right? It's, it's a different kind of town. Why do people go play in Austria, right. right? I mean, if they're signing big names in Austria and, like, small German clubs, yeah. Sure. It's, you know. So I never – I always thought – if if that is a primary problem, I, I think it's. I think people look at it as well. You have to pay him a premium. Well, and that's what I'm. That's what I was just gonna say. So I would actually treat it as like no, you get you know, you're
1: you're a big fish in a smaller pond. I, I mean, right. there are some players that have openly said they love it. M right. Silva, Netum, Netum yeah. for his kids. But they
0: all they all push the same thing, which is like the family and the thing well. that doesn't attract like young, sexy players. I don't mean right. literally sexy, but like Albert sexy Ruchnick. names. Yeah. Albert,
1: Albert Ruchneck did not know where Salt Lake City was when he landed here yeah a
0: lot of people do and that's okay but like you can sell them on the package
1: just to quickly interrupt mm. because it's hilarious robbie Keane up until 2018 atk which stands for atletico del calcutta <laughs> so you know yeah it's your boy why not all right keep going
0: anyways i don't know where i was going with all this but what i'm saying package. is package it's you gotta sell them on the package you're selling them on the fan base you're selling them on the the Outdoorsy BS, you're selling them on Salt Lake City. Real Salt Lake. I know we don't play in Salt Lake, but what city actually plays in the city, right? Apparently, LAFC because they're, they're very proud of it, but I don't know of a single NYCXC. other one. Yeah, yeah, and how's, how's that? Other problem? how's that working out? Uh, Atlanta, apparently, how's that working out? Yeah, dude. So, anyways, uh, long story longer and I keep saying this and I keep extending it, mm. I don't buy that small market stuff. I get, I buy the market potential, right? If you are on a bigger team, you have more exposure to more news and all these different things, and as a result, you have better potential for ad deals and contracts and sure, all these different sure, things. Sure. But that also has its downsides. You're under the microscope yes. uh, a microscope at right. all times, right? Um, And honestly, being a big fish in a small pond is uh, to me always better than being like, you know, if you're if you're the. That's literally the example they use that you shouldn't be proud. Who is the best? Who's the best? And what? Soccer player in New York City right now. Okay, beyond that, we're kind of we're we're like quasi educated on soccer. Mm -hmm. Do you think the average New Yorker knows like three of the starting 11
1: name on NYCFC? So, Perlow, when he played for NYCFC. I meant, like, last year. But, yeah, Perlow sure, was Perlo, by far the biggest name. when he played at NYCFC. Mm-hmm. Right? This dude's, like, an, a legend. like yeah. literally, Like, literally as close as you can, like, other than, like, he's, he's an he's Italian like, legend. He's yeah, the guy.
0: We, remember, we had that whole ranking last mm-hmm. week, yeah, yeah. and he's, he's in the top there. tier.
1: Right. Yeah. So, he has had an interview when he played at NYCFC, and he said he liked being able to walk around New York, and nobody knew who he was.
0: yeah. Remember when Schweinsteiger went to
1: Chicago and ask the reporter asked yeah. <laughs> if Chicago yeah. Fire will win the World Cup? Yeah, yeah. you come from Germany and it's like you got to explain why you guys got bumped in, in groups at the World Cup. Everyone's like, you know, burning your effigies. You're coming to Chicago. These guys are asking if you're going to make the World Like that's, that's <laughs> zero pressure. That's like, hell yeah, we're going to make the World Cup, <laughs> oh, <yeah>. baby. <laughs> Wait,
0: would you follow him? We just won it. <laughs> we're not there. Yeah. Anyways, um, we're running out of time.
1: We're exactly at an hour mark from when I started yeah? timing. Do we cover everything? I mean, uh, currently there's a rumor floating around about Plata going to DC United. Yeah. <laughs> so I think this is one of those things where a f- like, one of their fan blogs literally wrote out like four players that would be good for DC United who are currently on the, you know, that are uh, free agents. Yeah. And I think they picked Plata because he's like one of the three good Free and agents on the list, favor. and all of a sudden it's become like Plata's going to DC United. Yep. Um, I don't think it's happening. I think Plata's looking to go
0: outside of the country, go. right? Um, if anywhere,
1: yeah. And he's he's. I'll t-
0: f- I'll take second half of the season, Plata.
1: I would take him back from, from the, the right number. Um, well, yeah, there's that. Is he out of contract? He's out of contract. He is. He oh. is free agent. So I, all of a sudden, if you were the Mexican team that was looking to sign him pre the implosion. Now you can sign him without having to deal with pesky uh, RSL. So I yeah. I am sure that his his value being what it is, we could see him uh, in uh, in in Mexico or some, perhaps somewhere in South America. In no, he's capital. not coming back then. I don't think he's coming back to Real Salt Lake. I think
0: this this could be a litmus test on whether there was any truth to those rumors of Mexico. him to Mexico. Yeah, because like you said, if you're that team. Mm.
1: And you were that close to doing it with us involved. Yeah, with the the transfer.
0: But not just that. But let's face it, the average team in the Mexican League is far superior to the average team in the MLS Mm -hmm. and also carries more money than the average team in the MLS. They also don't have to deal with caps. So if. Oh, they don't have caps? No. I didn't know that. Um, So if he was on the radar to that extent for a League IMAX team, Mm he must be on the radar of every team in the mls as well.
1: Yeah, I mean I th- I think if you're looking at the free agent list, you're obviously having conversation with I th- I think he is bombarded with options right now. Um but I think if you're that close that it's literally like, "Hey, put your name on the dotted line." You go, "Hey, we will pay you exactly what we were going to pay you last time and like 10% of the transfer fee and you still save money." Does he have kids? I know. Okay, yeah, um, he's
0: gone. Yeah. Cuz I was going to say the only thing that could Keep let's say, let's family. say someone is well, not even that, but like, let's say someone is offering similar mm-hmm. terms, right? And you're like, okay, I could have similar terms, and then have to go through the process of moving my whole family somewhere else no, and start over. Him, and
1: he's currently in uh, in Ecuador, uh, where he does have family, right? Um, but he usually goes to Ecuador in the off season, comes back a little chubbier from eating all that. You know, pork roast. always happens. Yeah. Oh, fat plata at the start of the season. Death, taxes, and fat plata. <laughs> That's the name. That's the title of the uh, episode. Um, hey,
0: it's been a good one, I it's think. It's been a great one. Hour and two
1: minutes, not too long, not too short. We discussed some things, plenty of news. botho has yeah. gone. Dude, new dudes here, Alvin Jones. I have, I, have a, against the USA.
0: I have a mission for you. What's the mission? If you choose to accept
1: it. I mean, I'm probably not. I've got other things to do, but you okay. You should accept it. All right. Well, Your job
0: me... over the next seven days on the page, and I'll I'll do something different. Maybe I'll do that. Okay, mission for me, if I choose to accept it. One of us accepts it. Okay. And any, only people who listen listened to this will know what's happening. We're going to start a rumor about someone coming to RSL. Yeah. No. About whom we have no idea that there was
1: no outlet anywhere... That this yeah. person, I get what you're ourselves. saying. Here's my problem with that. I just want to, I want to get some shares. I understand. My only problem with that is there are people, the there are people who follow the page very regularly who don't follow the podcast very regularly, and we're alienating them, and it it feels like a abuse of that trust. I don't love it. I'll be honest with you. Okay, I'll sleep on it. Right. I just think here's the thing. If like, so we have something like four thousand followers on the Facebook page. We've got like a couple hundred listeners on this thing you know like we're leaving out 90% plus people Okay out of man the joke. I get it I get it I get that's it That's all I'm saying okay. that's all I'm saying Okay If the, the, maybe the we'll do
0: maybe we'll do it with the support of the page If so the I'll ratio is so I'll post was, I'll post something that says we're going to start a rumor hmm. where you're all in on the joke and everyone's job becomes to make it viral And then Dude, we're all doing no, it
1: No no just I would prefer if you just left the page alone <laughs> We've got a good thing going our on. Nation, it's been fun. Atlanta.
0: It's been a good one. I thought we covered a good amount of stuff. I hope you like this new format, which we in our world is shorter. And uh, we will talk to yeah. you again. All these
1: other podcasts taking breaks in the middle of it, of like a, taking a break of a 45-minute episode. Bro, we've got two hours, <laughs> no break. <laughs> I mean, we do step away for drinks once in a while. But
0: also, time flies, man. And uh, I could talk
1: about this stuff till I'm blue in the face.
0: It's been fun. It's been awesome, Arsenal Nation. This has been another episode of your uh, Scarf Life podcast with your host Adele and the Baker. And we'll see you again next week.